Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Obviously, it's not just Cleveland. He'll still abandon us. He's still on vacation. But I am joined uh, by our content czar himself, the one and only Greg Esposito. Espo, I'm very thrilled to have you. Yeah, Jesse texts me this morning, mm-hmm. uh, obnoxiously early. Oh, yeah. And says to me, well, I'm on vacation. I can't do a newsletter. And I said, God damn it, you've got to do a newsletter if I'm doing your show. Yeah. And then he told me no, so he's not doing the newsletter. Wow. So he's enjoying his vacation. Yeah, well, so. okay, that's fine. And that's allowable because, of course, once it's Jesse not. went on vacation, things happened, right? We uh, Once the plan uh, got into motion, once he was get, once his boarding, uh, once he got his boarding pass, the Diamondbacks went ahead and signed Jock Peterson. And now that signing is official. Today, the Arizona Diamondbacks have officially made Jock Peterson part of their roster. Uh, the D-backs designate right-handed pitcher Colin Snyder for assignment, Snyder was just recently acquired from the Orioles, uh, off, claimed off of waivers on December 18th. But again, when it comes to Jock Peterson, there is uh, an excitement for the organization. I think Mike Hazen today uh, had a chance to speak before we before we got on air, and, and he talked about always appreciating the energy and the competitiveness uh, of Jock Peterson from across the field. He's one of those guys that sometimes when you're the opposing you know owner, you're kind of like. I wish we had one of those, right? The stats sometimes aren't great, but he talked about the hitability of, of Jock Peterson. Um, and he also talked about the fact that, like, bringing in uh, A. Eugenio Suarez and Lourdes Gurriel there in the middle of the lineup allowed the team to not necessarily go after a right-handed bat, right? So they say the middle of the lineup is pretty right-handed right now. So for the most part, they feel like Jock is going to be a good fit Tommy Pham agreed on the hitability. Correct. Yeah, right? he, yes. yeah. We get that's those jokes. Those jokes are going to be here all season long, and I'm thankful for it. But I, no. I'm glad I got the reference right. Yeah, I'm no, new to you this did. baseball you did. thing. You, you know, I, anytime you can sign the Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> yes. Is that not yes. as no? All right. No, that one's not. But I don't think people are going to get that one. But Jesse definitely would have. Uh, they. The interesting part is, you know, we broke down the fact that he's just not very good, right? At times against left-handed. Uh, pitching and today Hazen was asked about that like what the Diamondbacks would do against left-handed pitching and for the most part he said that isn't determined he said Jock really has uh, kind of a a fire uh, a determination on his own to show them that he can hit left-handed pitching and that he can also still play the outfield so I mean if you are running an organization like that do you kind of 
wait to see if this guy can actually impress you. It's going to be hard to out, out outfield some of these 23-year-old guys they have out there. I love determination, but the dude's been in the major since 2014. At some point, the law of averages just take yeah, hold, no, that's and, and he's not going to magically become a, a great yeah. against left-handed pitching. I mean, maybe he'll prove that he's still got some left in him to play outfield at times, mm. but you've got much better options. Yeah. I think this is, there's an obvious reason they signed him. That DH position against righties, hopefully he still has that pop. Only had the 15 home runs last year. Yeah. But we've seen it in the past where he can he can go yard, you hope, in, in chase that he, he can find some comfort in that too. But I'm guessing you're headed towards kind of a platoon DH. Yeah, I right? mean, yeah, for the most part. I think um, Hazen, it's, it's, right, it's right to say – you know, we're, we're withholding judgment right now because you do have to see, right, like how they actually perform. But there's lots of options. And again, we talked about this the other day. There's like 27% of, of the pitchers in Major League Baseball are left-handed, right? So yeah. you don't face that many lefties in the grand scheme of things. It's not something that you need to uh, plan for all the time. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if looking at his numbers, Jock is – going to get that opportunity during the regular season. Maybe he will sometimes. Like I'm sure it's not an all like some of looking at some of the splits of some of the other players who still got at bats against lefties. Uh it's not like they didn't play. They, you know, but they they did tend to like stray away from Alec Thomas, for instance, batting against lefties and some of the other guys. So uh I don't know. But they uh the the interesting part for me is him still playing outfield, right? Because he was criticized a bit for his conditioning with the Giants last year, especially with what they were making him or paying him. Uh but he kind of came into camp like in good condition, and then oh, throughout the year went on. The Giants were complaining, complaining about. Didn't they employ Pablo Sandoval for God knows how long? The I, least look, conditioned athlete I, ever. I, for one, am all about my big fellas. So, like, I am not. I know all about look, not conditioning. Look, I like, mean, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I brought up on this very show that whenever <laughs> I talk about pre-workout supplement, usually one person asks. You actually work out? And no, of course I don't. I just abuse pre-workout supplement for my own energy purposes. But uh, I know, like, Diamondbacks fans just still aren't really excited about it, you know? But how um, much of that is because J.D. Martinez and, and, and Solaire, those were the names. Yes. And then you wind up with Jock Peterson, you go, well, that wasn't the, the name we thought yeah. you are going to wind up with. But I hold I hold judgment until I see what those guys signed for. If they signed for 20 uh, you know, 20 million, even for just one it's year, good point. it's not, it wasn't possible. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, in fact, one of the candidates that we did uh, hear a lot about Justin Turner just signed with the blue Jays. He signs a one-year deal worth $13 million yeah. with Toronto. So he signed a one-year deal that was more than the nine and a half that they signed uh, Jock Peterson for. Obviously there is a, we talked about the buyout at the end. So like Jock Peterson, for instance, very much uh, is probably going to get paid the same amount as Justin Turner, but Based on like the the desire, like based on some of the reaction when they did get Peterson, it seemed like other teams were kind of mad that they missed out on him. And like you said, like I do feel like that's a big factor, right? I feel like the fact that it's not the guy we talked about makes it a failure, mm -hmm. unless it's some obscenely better player that they yeah. trade for or somebody like that. Like that's different, right? But when you're talking about we had these three guys and these were the three guys we chose from, it, it's hard for anybody that isn't those three guys to – like have that same impact and not be a disappointment. Well, for me, when it comes to Mike Hazen, he's all at least in my assessment has always been about finding the value, right? Finding, finding the yeah. person that, you know, at times may not be the sexiest option, 
but the guy that fits the culture that could could surprise. You hope that that's what Jock Peterson is, right? Yeah, and yeah. you look at what this team's been able to do and, and the way they've assembled it, whether it was picking up Tommy Pham last year and him playing a big part of it or, or any of these moves that they've made over the last handful of years. I think this is a case where you have to trust the process. I hate – I hate that, trust because, the process. but you have to trust the process <laughs> yeah. here. And, you know, there's obviously a budget too, right? I mean, I'd love to act like everybody's spending from the Dodgers, uh, you know, pool of money, yeah. but we don't know, have a billion dollars no, to they, spend. No, they, they have Scrooge McDuck as their owner. Correct. You know, we don't have, Correct. we don't have a vault full of coin, gold <laughs> coins anywhere. Right. Yeah. So I think all that has to be taken into consideration and you look at it and you go, okay, was this the best value that you could find at that position? Yeah. And it may, very well may have been. That seemed to be the case. And it seemed to be that the Diamondbacks still have some other moves to make. So a big part of it is that they needed to have the that money free. It does feel a bit like they might have a range of a mm -hmm. budget, but that Ken Kendrick uh, is, is kind of allowed them a little bit of, you know, of a, bit, a little bit of leeway to maybe spend a little bit more than they were anticipating, maybe a little bit more than budgeted should they be able to acquire the guys that they are directly going after, right? Yeah. And so Peterson might free them up for that. And also, um, it's not to say that, like, Jock Peterson should feel like a disappointment because according to Buster Olney from ESPN, the Diamondbacks weren't the only team that were interested in, in uh, Peterson. According to Olney, the Toronto Blue Jays went, quote, went hard uh, for Peterson before he signed with the Diamondbacks. Uh, and then they end up getting Justin Turner today as kind of their consolation prize in a way, I guess you could say. I mean, they did also uh, probably pursue Turner as well, but uh, the Blue Jays were also one of the two teams linked to Solaire, which the Diamondbacks were that, right? Uh, but then just for fun, just for fun, uh, there is the fact that the Diamondbacks are, were, are these two teams weren't the only ones. Phillies, Phillies might have also potentially been interested because – not too long ago, last week, Jock Peterson posted an image on Instagram. It was this one. Along, it's a picture, for those of you listening, of Jock Peterson being strangled by Garrett Stubbs, uh, a.k.a. the Philly Fanatic, or maybe it's just the Philly Fanatic. I don't know. They look so much alike that sometimes it's hard to tell the <laughs> difference. Uh, and then he has just, just, just the caption, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, thus leading Philadelphia fans to think that Jock Peterson was inking a deal with their team. Yeah. And instead, um, he went ahead and came to Arizona. And, yeah. they, and, and they lose again to Arizona. I feel like that was just the ultimate trolling of Phillies fans. It's because he went, you know what? Chef's kiss. I'm going where it actually is always sunny. <laughs> I'm going to a team that kicked uh, kicked your ass in the playoffs last yeah. year. Yeah. It was just a troll yeah. of the whole it's thing. A, it's a beautiful and I, troll. I appreciate that. Although, was there is there a more... Uh, Canadian-sounding player than Jock Peterson. No, especially no. not the way he uh, not the way he spells it, not the way that some people pronounce it. Yeah, no, it's very very Canadian. But uh, another uh, MLB player, former pitcher Trevor May, uh, was on I think MLB Radio, uh, and he said he not only believes the Diamondbacks are a formidable power threat, uh, but he also went on to praise Jock Peterson as well. This is what he said about their Diamondbacks being a uh, power threat. He said they're quickly becoming a power threat or they have, they're becoming a power threat quickly, and they have a lot of moving pieces they can do. This is a very intriguing team. It's very solid, like, put-together team with a lot of really good experience and quality. Uh, and, I mean, again, that's a, that's a testament to not only the young players that the Diamondbacks fielded last year that did what they were able to do, but the way they kind of built this offseason 
on the back of that, right? Yeah, and I loved how shocked Jock looked at uh, that yeah. quote in the he was photo. Like, Whoa, too. really? Like, really? <laughs> wow! All right, it sounds good. No, well, I, uh, I, but you look at it. I think they are. It, it's weird. They're somehow they're they're underrated and still a surprise, even though they went to the World Series right. for a lot of these people. But right. they're like, oh yeah, they're actually doing something there in the yeah. in the desert where it was like you would think that September October was was that wake up call. But I still feel like. There are people in baseball that are still realizing, oh, oh yeah, they they are doing something there uh, in Arizona. Baseball can very much be a fluke, I think, when it comes to the postseason. It's the reason why Jesse has talked about not really liking expanding the playoffs and such. But I mean, it's also, I don't know, it's it's weird because like other sports, you know, like basketball, usually the top team comes out on top, right? Mm-hmm. The better team wins at the end of the day. And baseball is just one of those games that for three three games, you can just catch fire and all of a sudden be a completely different team than you were at any point during the season. But isn't that what makes it so beautiful, yes. too? Because yes. there's, so, there's so much more strategy in baseball uh, in terms of that as well. And the fact that just because the Dodgers pay all this money, spend all this money, Correct. Or, or the Yankees, it's not a fait accompli. And win 110 games yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, it's the not season. a fait accompli that uh, that's the World Series we're getting. Yeah. One of them is going to be the champion. I think that's one of the very beautiful things about baseball. And say, well, why play 162 then? Because that's just that's the game. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about this game is that it can create such great and, and surprises. It, it was a lot different back in the day. Obviously, when you played your division only and you never played the American League, like the season being 162 games was kind of like a playoff itself. Mm-hmm. You really got a chance to maybe come back against your division yeah. opponents or you got a chance to just completely distance yourself and outclass the rest of your division. But then you also knew that you could like rest guys and have a full month off before you get to the playoffs and other things. There, It's just, it's, it's different now. It's very different now. But uh, the projected home runs, when he's talking about the power for this team, very exciting. Very exciting when it comes to the projected home runs for the Diamondbacks. Like the Diamondbacks, uh, they only hit 166 home runs in 2023, which was tied for 22nd in Major League Baseball. I'm not sure if you're aware. There's only 30 teams in baseball. Really? So. I thought they were up to 60. No, they. I know it feels like it sometimes. But uh, the projected home runs right now for 2024, Christian Walker with 27, A. Eugenio Suarez with 25, Corbin Carroll with 21, Marte with 19, Jock Peterson 18, Lourdes Gurriel 17, Gabby Moreno 10. Those are still like pretty conservative, you know, projections for next year. But it really does feel like just in those seven guys, you're going to get more than 166 home runs. Not to mention the contributions from the rest of the team. So I, it's just the Jock Peterson thing. Like we talked about him kind of having maybe not a bad uh, reputation as far as a clubhouse guy, but we did talk about the conditioning stuff. We did speak about how some fans, at least Giants fans felt in regards to that last year. And uh, Trevor May went on to say that uh, basically praised Jock Peterson's clubhouse presence and say that he is a clubhouse guy. He highlighted that he has a positive influence on any team he plays for. And he went on to say, uh, just, and then just from a clubhouse present, no one clubhouse presence, no one's ever said anything bad about having Jock Peterson in your clubhouse. And so he can only add there. I think it's a great, great deal for both sides in regards to the D-back signing. And he finished it saying, just don't be in his fantasy football. Correct. That's, <laughs> that's a, that's a very good uh, piece of advice for sure. <laughs> but uh, we did talk about though, Justin Turner, he did sign his one year deal with the blue Jays. So that's another piece. It's kind of interesting because uh, again, Solaire not signed. Uh, and again, one of the reasons why the diamondbacks might not have pursued him is due to cost. And it feels like maybe the blue Jays now, 
uh, went with a cheaper option in Justin Turner's. So we have both Soler and J.D. Martinez unsigned as it stands. So they'll both be Dodgers by the end of the month? Stop it. I will kick you right <laughs> off of the show right now. But uh, I just I just looked at the way money was spent. This yeah, season, I mean, right? you're probably right. But uh, I will say uh, we do have some other interesting Blue Jays news. Not only do they get the Justin Turner for agency signing today, but uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to be on the cover of MLB The Show 2024. Ooh. Yes, I know. It's not Corbin Carroll. So if it's not Corbin Carroll, it sucks. But uh, what's funny is Vladdy wasn't actually on our radar at all. We talked about potential candidates for this. Uh, we talked about who would look good on the cover. And uh, I don't think a single one of us talked about Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but he is the cover athlete. I think we have an image of that cover uh, in one second. But um, again, very cool player. Like he fits all of the criteria, I feel like, for what you want out of an MLB The Show cover athlete. There he is right there. It's an electric cover. I love the way it looks. It's uh, Jazz Chisholm, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, okay, uh, yeah. so this is the old guy in me. I would no, love please. to have seen a variant where it was him and his dad. See, okay, and and uh, Damon came up with a great idea to have like uh, J-Rod, Julio Rodriguez from mm -hmm. the Seattle Mariners, and then Ken Griffey Jr. Mm -hmm. on the same oh, cover, yeah. right? Like that would be... That would be incredible. Maybe we get that in like the collector's edition yeah. or something because sometimes they do that slightly different cover. Look, there, were, there was only one person I wanted on that cover. Though. Who's that? It wasn't actually a person. I wanted Shohei Otani's dog. Oh, decoy. Yeah, de yeah. The, the the biggest uh, name in the offseason yeah, you right. didn't know right away. You're right. That's... I mean, I, I, that could have been fun. Why I not mean, have some fun with it? Yeah, right? no, just because he'd probably have a Dodger hat on, and that's not Ugh. cool. I don't want that. Uh, what are your thoughts, though, about like – not an established superstar being on the cover of a video game, but more of like an up and coming guy. I don't even know if you could say that about Vladdy Jr. anymore, but I still feel like uh, baseball, especially with the show, tries to do those unrecognized superstars that they're trying to shed, like put a spotlight on a little bit. Well, it's smart. Baseball is probably one of the least uh, well marketed sports. I mean, let's just be honest with it. And embracing excitement and youth hasn't always been in its DNA. Uh, I. I prefer that, right? I mean, obviously, I cover the Suns, and you know, I'm I'm biased, but Devin Booker <laughs> yeah. getting that call last yeah, year, yeah, yeah, was very cool. Yeah, <coughs> it, it, and you want that? You want that guy? You want the local guy for sure? Well, and it, it gives exposure to a guy that maybe isn't getting talked about as much nationally, but probably deserves it. Yeah, for sure. As well, yeah. What I I would have loved to have seen Corbin. Yeah, maybe a year too early for his time, right? Maybe yeah. not. Not quite there, but I think I think this is a cool uh, a cool choice for baseball. I love the design, like that. That game is how you're going to have to get into the into the younger demo if you're baseball, right? They've made all these changes in terms of pitching clock, everything to make the game shorter. But I think uh, MLB the Show is a great way to try to capture some of those imaginations, and I think this is a, a cool cover to yeah. at least catch uh, catch some eyes. I don't think video games are given enough credit for being that gateway for a lot of people no. into the sport, right? No. Sometimes when they're just a video game character to you, like that's how you start to know them as a real person in real life. And I mean, sometimes I've known more about sports teams because of a video game than I ever would have just watching them. Well, right? I, I think I've told you my theory that the NBA has played the way it is now because of NBA G. Yeah. Yeah. It was all threes. and, and you could in, say that about Madden yeah, too. Yeah, Madden, exactly. remember, remember when teams used to 
take the kickoff at the beginning of a game. That's yeah. wild. When they win a, when they won the yeah. coin toss, it's wild. They don't I, do that anymore. I wish uh, I wish MLB Slugfest had taken over. We <laughs> yes. had fourteen yes. to twelve games, but you know it is what more it is, backyard so. baseball on yeah. MLB <laughs> fields. But anyway, we thank you guys, of course, for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet. Make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. Uh, and leave us a review. We always, or actually, you can do that on the audio side. Leave us a thumbs up on this side. We like do, to do whatever. Like to, leave do a it. review in the comments. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> tell me I suck in the comments, and that's that'll save us the, the two star review or whatever. But if you are a listener, we want those five star reviews on that side. Make sure to drop us one of those and subscribe over there as well. Of course, uh, on the way back from our little photo shoot we did today, I stopped at Circle K because there's a Circle K everywhere. We were out in the middle of nowhere by Phoenix Raceway, and there is a magical Circle K. Did you stop at the one right there? Yes, the I, I did too. Yeah, I know, you have to stop because of course there is no other gas station around. There's just the Circle K. So, uh, And if you are a member of their inner circle, you can get 25 cents off per gallon for your first five fill-ups when you join. And of course, you also get three cents off per gallon every day after that. You also get all sorts of wonderful benefits in the app. So make sure to sign up today for the app. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. My favorite thing, I, I walk in there, right? And uh, and they're like, Espo! No, no, no. <laughs> Rarely has that ever happened in my life, not even at my parents' house. Uh, but I walk in, there's this little old lady doing all her grocery shopping at, at the Circle, Circle K. K, and she must do it a lot because they were all talking to her as if yeah, they knew yeah. her. So it was, it was cute. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, and that's the community that, that we live in here. Uh, and, of course, another great part of our community is our friends from Desert Financial Credit Union that have been serving uh, Arizona for over 84 years now. They have been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. And they are all about giving back to you as a customer and to the community. Uh, you can look to Desert Financial for checking and savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and so much more. Make sure you bank with a bank that has your financial interests in mind. They have they helped me get started on my home ownership journey, and they can help you as well. When you open a free checking account online, you'll get $200 in bonuses right now. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. I, uh, I convinced uh, Flex last night on the Sun Show that I was going to give him $200, and then I hit him with the ad. It was Good job. Yeah. <laughs> now he has to sign up. It's yeah, part of the does. deal. Yeah. When you get tricked into it, you have to sign up. <laughs> um, by the way, this past postseason i don't mm -hmm. know if you remember but the, the there was a postseason there was a postseason oh, that okay. the diamondbacks were in it and they made it all the way to the world Series. was that why you were shirtless that may have been okay. why i was shirtless i thought you were just hanging around the you office saw that. Yeah. i didn't i honestly didn't think you noticed that. i see everything um, but uh a big thing of part of that postseason run was when we went over and we we took over ownership rights of Los Angeles, mm -hmm. the city as a whole, right? Yeah. So What the, a shit hold on. Oh, man, there is a lot of complaints. You talk about being a mayor of Phoenix being problematic? My God, you should see how my, my email box is filled with complaints. But uh, since they do own Los Angeles, another part of that ownership comes with owning Hollywood now. Ah. And since the Diamondbacks now own Hollywood, it's only fitting that we actually get the Diamondbacks Postseason, I said 2023 Arizona Diamondbacks movie out there. Uh, we got we have the casting reveal ready. Of course, the movie itself, as Espo has titled it, is called Connected and Dangerous. It's the uh, 2023 Arizona Diamondbacks. I didn't tell you this, but, but I got I got us a director. Who'd you get? Christopher Nolan has agreed. Yes, let's go. So, 
Let's so, go. Nolan's attached. Yeah, even though they didn't have oh. that many uh, deep bombs last yeah. year, they, uh, they, they have, uh, they've that got was the a good one. So. That was a good one. Well, we do have a lot of uh, a lot of casting to get to, so of we course uh, we got to start off with the the man running the show. Of course, Tori Lavallo. He is going to be played by Law and Order SVU's Christopher Maloney. This is this is one we've talked about for a while. We we this entire question on. this was all inspired by a mailbag Monday question that we started to dive into, but we absolutely did not put enough work and effort into. And this this right here proves it because look at this we nailed the casting. Just on put this. the hat on Christopher Maloney, on and he is Tori Lavello. It's 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 uncanny here. Uh, that's that's very very good. Okay, so we also have uh, we. This is the only disagreement we had this entire casting process. Yes. So we decided maybe we'll go with like maybe, maybe a younger Zach Gallon and an older Zach Gallon. We don't know. We maybe need to tell a backstory of Zach Gallon, but regardless, Zach Gallon will be played by both Kyle Mooney and Andrew Garfield. We don't know how yet, but both of these men I think are qualified to play Zach Gallon. Mooney gets the comedic scenes with Zach Gallon and Garfield gets the dramatic scenes. And I think that that is just 100% fair to go with both of those guys in those two different uh in, in those two different ways i think it is exactly what you would need i mean mooney has the chops to be hilarious in in the clubhouse and garfield has the dramatic ability to really pull it off when he's on the mound in those dramatic pitching scenes uh that we've seen with him and i think that that is just what you're gonna have to go with here plus i mean I'm sorry, Mooney's beard not quite there for me, uh, but Andrew Garfield's uh, beard is uh, is just spot on. Throw some so throw some glasses and a hat on either of these guys, and and spot on casting. I mean, I, I I don't know exactly how it would work out, especially considering I think they're both the same age. But it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> we just couldn't pick that. We couldn't figure that one out. I we know, had... Okay, I know that they're both the same age, but when you look at Mooney, you go, "That guy's got to be like 40. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He plays a good forty. He, he played. Maybe maybe he can be like retired Zach Gallon telling this tale of the 2023 postseason. But there's no doubt about this one. Merrill Kelly is Woogie from Groundhog Day, aka Chris Elliott, the mayor of Schitt's Creek. L luckily. We have the budget of the Dodgers since we took over LA, so yeah. we can do the de aging process. Oh, we can. We can. Well, so I, it lines I, up. I, def I definitely have some prosthetics in the budget a little later <laughs> on that we need to get to. But uh, my God, I, I think I, I, I joke about this, but I know even Merrill Kelly knows he looks like Chris yes. Elliott. There's no doubt about it. He's worn the little hat and done the beard scratch like he did in the movie. <laughs> it's so it's, it's it's incredible. But this one I really liked because. You nailed this one. Uh, Espo. Yes, I did. Nes Espo ca casted Paul Seawald uh, with Lucas Hedges. Let's take a look at these two gentlemen. My God. I, I put, My goodness. I put hours and hours of research into yeah, this last Yeah, we did a lot of work. I was, I was in bed at like 1230 at night, and mm -hmm. my wife's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm taking care of casting yeah. for Derek's movie, god yeah. damn it. We, got, we, got a lot, we had a lot of stuff to do. See, I think uh, I think the ear action will happen the same when he yep. puts the hat on. Um, the I, furrow of the brow. It's, yeah. just, it's all about the nose in this it, it really is. It really is. And I, I, think, I think Lucas can pull off the dad energy that Paul Seawald conveys. Yeah. It's hard to. But uh, he's an actor. He's a trained actor. Uh, this also next casting is fairly uncanny, uh, and it's a very important one. It's probably the star of our movie, and it's Corbin Carroll being played by Corey Mild 
Trees? Is it mile trees? Uh, uh, sure. We're yeah, it's a That's little. That's what he told me when I talked to him on the phone uh-huh, last Yeah, time. like, like, yeah, put some facial hair on that guy, and it is Corbin. I, I want a track. He is our guy. And he can run fast. I, I, can I, run I, fast. I made sure that that was the case here in this <laughs> casting. Talked with his agent. I said, look, this is going to be more running uh, at a higher speed than this guy's ever done. Can he pull it off? They said, yes, and he can grow the goatee. Yeah. We don't need to actually yeah. put that on there. No CGI. Nope. He can grow yeah, the you got to go, grow the goatee. We're not, no CGI beards here. And actually, as our producer, Eze, uh, a.k.a. Eric, on the ones and twos said, uh, some of these guys need to bulk up. But again, that is part of the process. When you are an actor, especially a method actor, you got to get in there. You got to do the workouts. You got to get the traps up. You got to get those arms built up. There's there's no drug testing in Hollywood. So uh, the clear and the cream it. is available. I didn't right? say it, but he's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> let's take a look at who we have for the guy that set a new Major League Baseball record uh, in the postseason. The one and only Cattell Marte. And he is played by actor Marquise Rodriguez. This was all you. I could not figure this, this one out. And Come you nailed on. it. You Look, nailed at this. it Look at this kid. He was born to play Cattell Marte. Are you kidding me? Get a couple of lines in his in his brow and put a put a hat on him. He's good. He's good. Put him in a in an amazing car. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Another difficult casting. But oh, and we have Geraldo Perdomo, Jerry P. Come on now. Come on now. We have Jaden Smith, aka Will Smith's son. Uh, and one of my favorite singers, Aloe Black, here playing Geraldo Perdomo. I heard he's the man. He's the man. He's, he's the man. man. <laughs> and Perdomo he's could. Been, it's been. Yeah. A, he's been the man himself. I, there. A I need bit. to see. I need to see purple hair on on both these gentlemen, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll enjoy this. Like I very much feel like Jaden has the 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 lankiness and the height and the hair to play Lourdes, like yeah. without a doubt. Uh, it's just committing to the role because again, we don't do CGI with facial no. hair or hair. You got to really dye it purple. Uh, Gabby Moreno. I, I, I'm not sure where where we where we landed on we, on that one. So we're gonna have to. I think I think we're gonna have to come back to it because I, I'm back? not quite sure. Right. I, I I'm ready to commit. I have a little one. bit. I have a little bit of a comic relief there, perhaps uh, for Gabriel Moreno. But uh, before we do get there, do we do we have Tommy Fam? We got a Tommy Fam uh, casting here. <laughs> Uh, and of course, it's the M E T H O D man. The M E T H O D man. Look, I know Method Man's like 20 years older than Tommy, and there's no disrespect here. But Method Man, uh, from his days uh, with the Woo to now, has become quite an accomplished actor. I think he could play 35, 36 years old. Uh, and I mean, come on, look at that. Look at look at the resemblance. Pretty He's, spot on. I mean, they're they're ready to go. He's ready to we, go. We may need to wax the brows a little bit on yeah, Method Man. For sure. I think I think it works. For sure, I think it works too. Uh, we also have um, because it's the tale of the whole season, right? So uh, let's see. Elise said, "I don't see the Jaden connection." Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we can. We can't uh, hit all of them. We can't hit all, but this one's pretty good, right? Um, We also have, of course, Madison Bumgarner has to be part of this. Let's go, Christian Bale. It's Christian Bale. Star power. I've heard Christian Bale can go on uh, quite the rant as far as screaming and yelling and anger, Mm -hmm. and I think that we would need that with Mad Bum. He's a method actor too, so he will learn how to. uh, Oh my god! He'll learn how to pitch. He'll actually learn how to pitch. Not only that, but he's gonna. 
Esper, he's going to fucking go around calling himself Mason Saunders for at least like six months. Exactly. Showing up at random like rodeos in Arizona you're, and you're stuff. You're getting two for one. Oh on my this. God. I think, I think it'll be fantastic. Let's and the go. beard is spot on. I, and you know, and this is one of those, we needed a little extra star power. Madison yeah. Bumgarner's not in the whole film. Yeah. He shows up early. It's one of those cameo kind of things. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, as Elise says, you can pull, he can pull off the Southern draw Mad Bum talks with. Yeah. This is it right here. And again, it's the fiery anger that not every actor can just manifest. Sometimes that has to live deep down inside of you. And we know Christian Bale has it in him. And I know he can convey the shame of making all that money and doing absolutely nothing yeah, for it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what else we got? Do we got, uh, we, do we have Brent Strom casting? Oh, he, we're giving we're giving Eric way too much to do all at once, and that's it's fine. Can, he wants me to. Hold on. Can I just stall for me for a we, second, man? I can't do it. Can, can we move to? Uh, I, I know we have this one. I've seen this one. You and Jesse. Me and Jesse. Uh, you and Jesse deserve Wait, to be in this movie. Why? Like, what would? What are we? Are we like the broadcast? You know how, like, in, in yeah. movies, they cut to like the newscast where they're like just. Basically okay. setting the scene for everything. It's you guys to like move the plot yeah. along, and they don't want to actually All show right. the game. I'm with it. I'm you're, with it. You're the Bob Euchre from Major League kind of kind of humor in this movie I love because Bob it's going to be heavy. We know it's a, a Christopher Nolan pick, Correct. but there needs to be yeah. something with a little levity. And here you go. I gave you a Chris Pratt and the kid from Stranger <laughs> Things oh as you and Jesse, <laughs> and it's very accurate. <laughs> Finn Wolfhard, let's go. It is very, very accurate. Am I am I Chris Pratt? Let, yeah, come okay. on. You are, let's make this very clear. To a certain extent. You are you are Chris part Pratt of and you're, Guardians of the Galaxy no. 2 is what you're saying. You're Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. Oh, that's in Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. Uh, we, we're gonna say, hey, throw the workout regimen out. None of this pre-workout. No. I want you uh, as your fun loving uh you know self. I go back to the Parks and Rec, Chris yeah. Pratt. So that's no. what we got. But no. I'm telling you, could we have found a better Jesse? No, People I don't think say so. Michael Cera. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. This is the perfect cast. No, that that image right there definitely proved that. And the best part of it yeah. is Jesse just saw that guy and went, who's that? Who's that? that? <laughs> so. What's he from? Is he an actor? Is he a singer? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And that's the way uh that jesse lives his life i've got strom and gabby if you want them okay let's go gabby first because gabby i think uh this michael pena is is just perfect for gabby uh and i know that he'd be hilarious in this movie and i don't know if gabby's really hilarious but i want to believe he is the catcher always has to has to be kind of the the serious but funny guy. We've seen yeah. him. Not, like I think he can. Yeah. I I don't think it's ha ha, Mister. You know, make everybody chuckle. But there's some good one liners that I he could, gets off. I I could see him like walking up uh, in a scene in the in the movie where he comes up to the mound and just says something hilarious mm -hmm. to uh, Kyle Mooney playing De Zach Allen. Deadpan. Though. Yeah. Deadpan. Like, but says yeah. it delivers a great line. Yeah. Right? It's it's that's a great. Uh, and speaking of coming up to the mound, we have the man that will play Brent Strom. And of course, it's Colin Farrell. But Colin, in the, in, like Penguin. In, yeah, like Colin in the Penguin. Farrell. Yeah, that's the prosthetics I was talking about earlier. That uh, in the, with the, with the Penguin t style. And, and of course, he's, a, he's, he's an incredible actor that can play any human being that he, that he sets his mind to. So I think, uh, because it was very hard to find a Brent Strom. He's such a unique person. It's it's hard to find somebody that looks like him. So I want to see 
Colin Farrell playing. I, I had Dame Judy Dench, but this will work as okay. well. Okay. So. All right. That, that works for me as well. Uh, Gabriel Ferrer says Lynn Manuel Miranda is Derek. I like that way better than Nicholas saying Jack Black. I don't. I don't need this to turn into a musical. I don't. I don't need Derek singing. Uh, you know, in, uh, in this movie. No. Have no. you heard me sing? Is no. the question. I, Let's start with that. I, I first mean, of all. I'm. I'm not even going to get into it. I just. I don't need. I don't need this to turn into Hamilton. Today. Yeah. No. This is. Uh. This is a five star cast. Is what it is, and I can't wait to see this movie. I. I. Who do we? No casting for anybody from the Rangers or Phillies or anybody. I would like them to be played by themselves. Oh, I like that. Right? I like, like that. Uh, you know, uh, Little Big League, right? Where Randy Johnson <laughs> yep. and Ken Griffey Jr. are the bad guys at the end yeah. of the movie. Yes, I, like that's, that. I want the Rangers to be the Rangers. The Phillies like do have a bunch of guys that just look like evil. Yes, yes, yes. Like yes. Kyle Beating Schwarber, the, Bryce see, okay. Harper. Like, like. Maybe, maybe we give it the major league ending where we just end it there at the end of the NLCS. <laughs> and then in the second movie, that's where you find out that they went on to the World Series but didn't win it. I don't know. I, I'm okay. I like that we're looking at a two-picture deal here. That's uh, no movie today is made without the sequel. Already Guys, being I'm way too of. invested. In I need, this. You don't understand. Right? I'm way too invested <laughs> in this. I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're all going to have chemistry on <laughs> yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even cast Alec Thomas, and the movie ends with him planting the flag in the I, ground in Philadelphia. I need, I need the D-back cinematic universe now. I'm <laughs> yes, in on yes, this. Yeah, uh, we yeah. can even go back and tell 2001. Okay. Uh, and and we could, it could be like a prequel movie. All right. That's right? good. Yeah, that's uh, There's good. all sorts of things that we can do. I'm fully on board with this. I'm fully on board with this. This is great. And, uh, and well, you, leave, you guys leave us your uh, your casting choices as well in the comments. In the prequel, Jesse can play uh, Greg Schulte. <laughs> he can live out his lifelong dream of being Greg Schulte. Maybe, maybe that's how we end the, the, the prequel is just the Jesse as a kid caster right there. Like that's what the future holds. That could be like the post credit scene. You guys want to hear a couple from the chat? Let's yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> Brent Strom is Michael Caine. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Brad Pitt for Kevin. Yeah. King. I mean, I'm fine with that. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, we, we covered yeah. that. Uh, Tom, I think Tom Holland was in reference to Jesse. That has to be in reference to Jesse. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, he does not get yeah. Tom Holland. No. I mean, honestly, Zach Gallon doesn't really deserve Andrew Garfield either, can, but Andrew Garfield deserves Zach Gallon. Can I Can I get Conan O'Brien to play Paven Smith? Because the <laughs> redhead thing. Like, I... I need something to make me want to see Paven Smith in this movie. You know why that would be hilarious? Because when you got to the part where they just used Paven Smith as a as a decoy, speaking of his dog decoy, uh, like Conan O'Brien's facial expressions are going to be hilarious when he's like, Paven, come back to the dugout. And he's like, oh, man, you know, like one of those things. It's going to be great. Be Robert great. Downey Jr. is a Mike Hazen. Okay. All right, I'm down with that. I've been cast as Michael or as, as Robert Downey Jr. before in my time, but that was before I looked as old as I do now. So I don't know. But <laughs> I think uh, this is lies. All yeah, right, I'm just I'm just making stuff up just so that I can make myself. Can not I get Jack can Black. I can I be Tom Cruise? You like, can absolutely. Yeah. You cast me as you cast me as Chris Pratt with that. I mean, think think about me, Tom Cruise, but but uh, what was that? Tropic <laughs> oh, Thunder. Oh, Tropic Thunder. Tom Cruise. Uh, so, yeah, I have more hair, but yeah. you know, I could be totally uh, nailed it. That, you yeah, know, there we go. yeah we got this all figured out so uh of course those of you that are phnx diehards you already have it all figured out because you are already part of the family but if you are not join us over here at gophnx.com you don't miss out on any of this fun we're having we're having all sorts of fun today uh and always of course you get yourself a free t-shirt from phnxlocker.com you get yourself access to jesse's uh 
all Jesse's content. You get, no, access, you get to access to Jesse. Just Jesse himself. Just yeah, Jesse. We'll He'll come you to his, your house. We'll give you his phone number. We'll You can text him whenever you want. Do like I do. Text him at 3 o'clock in the morning, and then he scares you when he responds. But You can uh, borrow the sick RAV4 whenever you want it. So yeah. Maybe make a salad and go oh, date. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, of course, uh, just get all this wonderful stuff, including discounts with our partners. You get access to the Discord Lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan, and so much more. So sign up today at gophnx.com. Uh, also, check out our friends at BetMGM. Uh, they are doing some wonderful things. And, of course, when we talk about the bet show, did you uh, – you, do, do you have any bets? Did you take care of some Suns bets? No? No, no I got no. worked last night. You got night. work last night. I did no. I, I did the first game that Booker uh, scored 40 points. Oh, I yeah. did pick that in that mm-hmm. Dallas game mm-hmm. and, and, and won big. But, yeah. You know. I, 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 the only game so far that I have seen someone bet against the Suns in the fourth quarter was the game where they had their biggest comeback ever. So uh, I've learned not to trust betting against them in the fourth quarter because it's only going to come back to bite me when I do it. But right now what you can do is download the BetMGM Sportsbook app and you can sign up using our code of PHNX. If you do deposit $5 into your account, make your first bet in at least that amount, you will receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager in honor of Super Bowl 58. So sign up today for BetMGM and use that bonus code of PHNX when you place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the Sportsbook mobile application for at least $5, you will receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope 467 Call 1-800-327-5056. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-991-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Um, Puerto Rico. Oh, we've gone to we've gone to Puerto Rico. Yeah, now? we're in Puerto Rico now. Oh, Puerto Rico. Rico. Sorry, go. I, no, I, got, I, I get so stuck on Ontario. Yeah. Well, I thought you hated Ontario. I do. They, yeah. They can get stuck. Suck it, Ontario. They can suck it too. Yeah. 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 There we go. But, but anyway. I love Puerto Rico. There we go. Oh, oh, great things come from Puerto we're, Rico. Yeah, we're gonna go eat some tostones. Uh, but of course, uh, Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, it could be uh, a local Puerto Rico spot for you if you want to get away, if you want to spend some time by the pool, if you want to get yourself some wonderful drinks and have a wonderful night out or a staycation right here in town. Uh, they have a state-of-the-art gaming floor with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, live table games, and of course, the biggest, uh, Arizona's largest casino sportsbook in the Valley. So make sure to check them out. They have wonderful dining options. And of course, uh, you can do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Let them show you what Next Level is all about. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Hey, you do you. Hey, you do you. All right. Man. I like that. That's pretty good. I don't know. Uh, but speaking of you doing you, uh, on Saturday night. Hey, hey Well, no, wait. <laughs> uh, well, we wanna, How'd you know about my Saturday you, night, how Derek? How do you phrase that without it sounding <laughs> terrible? Anyway. Uh, the Diamondbacks were honored. A couple of Diamondbacks were honored this past Saturday night in New York City. Uh, outfielder Corbin Carroll received his 2023 NL Rookie of the Year award at the 99th uh, New York Baseball Writers Dinner. Here's a shot of MLB put out this tweet. And there is a tweet about uh, basically Corbin Carroll getting dropped off on day one. And uh, also, I, do we have the tweet? Oh, okay. That's fine. Corbin Carroll was dropped off by his parents. MLB had Aww. the, and then the, then the fast forward to him at the dinner with his parents. Uh, obviously, his family was a huge part of his journey. He thanked his parents and his sister for basically, you know, helping him live his dream and and for helping him make it that far. And he said he was forever in debt to them. Uh, nothing, nothing you wouldn't expect to come out of Corbin Carroll. 
when, uh, when the surprise ending have been he told his parents to get stuff yeah he's like i did yeah. this all myself gave, gave him the ontario treatment yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like ah screw that yeah, get out of here. <laughs> i got what i needed out of you now no it's it's of course uh, uh corbin being just the best guy ever you know of course having his family and everything there uh not to mention the fact that he had some amazing instagram uh pictures with yeah. with his girlfriend also who a uh, former miss america um he's we he's didn't cast his, her we didn't cast her that was a miss yeah we have to figure that out but uh meanwhile mike hazen oh let's take a look we do have the tweet let's take a look at the tweet because it's come on this is heartwarming from getting dropped off by your parents for your first home opener to receiving the nl rookie of the year with award with them less than 10 months corbin carroll is living every young baseball player's dream uh i gotta say I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm about his parents' age looking at that photo. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty fairly accurate statement. Also, uh, I love correcting. Uh, uh, I love the fact that that story is Corbin Carroll's parents dropping him off when in reality it was him picking his parents up from the airport and then letting them keep his car right. while he went to work. But again why get in the way of a good story I, have, I know what am i doing christopher nolan it. is going to use that as the jumping off point for the entire film oh my god what, a, what an opening scene it Just is corbin carroll getting dropped off by his parents mike hazen i know they weren't actually there but you know like standing off yeah, in the distance pointing and being yeah. like is he really being dropped off by his parents yeah, it's like year? it's like getting dropped you. off at college yeah, like it's, it's just the whole thing <laughs> The whole it just writes itself, and yeah, I love that he just embraced the fact that his parents were uh, were part of the journey. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, Mike Hazen also received an honor uh, this past Saturday as well. Uh, he received the "You Got to Have Heart" award, which is presented to a member of the baseball community who has overcome difficult circumstances. And we all know what Mike Hazen has gone through with the loss of his wife uh, Nicole. That was uh, incredibly painful, incredibly. Uh, hard situation for him to go through. Uh, but Mike said this in regards to winning the award. I want to thank the baseball writers for this award. It means a great deal to me to be able to continue to tell my wife's story. When she was dying, and I'm sure many people can understand this, her greatest fear was that she was going to be forgotten. And as much as I reassured her, those are complicated conversations to have. But it's times like this, like I feel like I get to continue to tell her story. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, and and going through one of the most difficult things that anybody could go through. Mike Hazen was able to somehow uh, continue to, you know, focus on this team and, and, and still give this team everything he had. Uh, he has said at times that the diamondbacks are like, it, are, are what helped him kind of be able to, to kind of live life and, and, you know, and, and do this stuff. I mean, it's very difficult to have a traumatic event like this happen and still try to see something like baseball as being important. And, you know? well, and I think it's I think it's beautiful that he honors his wife like this and, and in everything that he's doing yeah. with the team that she's there. Because I think we all have felt that fear that we wouldn't be remembered when yeah. it's all yeah. said and done. Yeah. And uh, and having your spouse say that to you has to be immensely difficult. But that he's taking that and actually honoring her in these ways is, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's something very real. It's very difficult to sometimes discuss, but yeah, none of us want to be forgotten. And luckily, you know, at times we get to touch so many people's lives. But on the radio, I was listening to uh, two DJs that I like very much here locally talk about how like you're also replaceable, you know. And sometimes in life, that's what you don't want to feel is like that, you know. Even in a job, that once you're once you're gone from that job, that they're just gonna pick someone else up and and plug them in, right? So Derek. 
You're, you're replaced. Uh, Jesse, well, you've already been replaced. Yeah, well, I yeah. Mean, yeah, that's why you're here. Uh, <laughs> we're just, again, these are just uh, auditions for Jesse's spot. But um, if you would like to contribute to Nicole's legacy uh, and, and the research that they're doing for glioplastoma, uh, you can donate to the Nicole Hazen Fund for Hope via the Diamondbacks website. We'll also put the link in our show notes for you guys to access if you're interested. But uh, we do appreciate you guys, of course, for stopping by. I appreciate Espo for helping yeah. me get this movie finally off the ground. Uh, we have a lot of work producing it so we got to go but in the meantime you can follow us i am at on twitter at cap underscore caveman with a k this man inexplicably has espo just at i know where the bodies are buried it's incredible uh of course also our producer eric ruby uh are you just at eric ruby it's e-r-i-k ruby right no underscores no nothing see his is easy he's not the fourth best eric ruby like jacob franklin we are still Damon's dogs, even when Eric's here. Bark, 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 bark. But of course, our show is at PHNX underscore DBAX, and all roads duly to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for your time. We appreciate you stopping by. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's going to be so much more fun when we're at the theater watching this Diamondbacks movie. <laughs>